Welcome to the South Coast Christian Podcast. I'm Pastor Tom Westerfield. On behalf of myself and our entire staff, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope this message uplifts and encourages you this week. I know, as you saw the video, that's one of my favorite movies. How many of you have seen the movie RV? Yeah. Isn't that, I I just love that movie because so many times I think, man, that could be our family. As we rented something and trying to take vacation and we were trying to work at the same time. And if you haven't seen that movie, Robin Williams is is trying to provide for his family a great vacation, but at the same time, he's having to finish up a big project at work, otherwise he doesn't get paid. And, And so... When he's on top of that RV, he's been working all night trying to get re- phone reception. And he's been doing, going everywhere, trying to get some kind of reception so he can send out this message. And finally, when he's on top of the RV, he hits it and hears that ding, ding, and it got sent, and he was so relieved. Sometimes, in our communication with God, there's times where, can God really hear me? Am I hearing God? Those are the questions. Can you hear me now? You probably have all experienced on the phone where at times you're talking and all of a sudden you been, I hate that when I'm talking and there's no one there and I found I don't know how long that's been, you know, I've been talking. And we've all experienced that. And finally you get back and you say, can you hear me now? Last week we sp- talked about the, the whole idea. It, the whole idea is that, is God really hearing me? Is God hearing my prayers? And if you didn't get a chance to hear the message last week, I encourage you to go to the, the podcast and listen to that. But is God really hearing me? This week, I want to talk about the whole idea of thought, this, is, is, is the, the idea that not is God hearing me, but am I hearing God? Am I hearing God? Because sometimes I think that gets confusing for us. I think, you know, am I hearing God or am I hearing the pizza that I ate late last night? Which one is it? I'm just being honest. It's an it's a honest question that we ask at times. How do I know that I'm hearing God's voice? Maybe it's not God's voice at all. Maybe it's just my subconscious. Maybe my subconscious is just telling me what I want to hear. I think all of us at times have struggled with that thought. Am I really hearing from God? Or is it just me? <clears throat> How do I know that God is speaking to me? I think as we discuss this subject, it's important to recognize something as we just begin this process. The first thing is this, that God wants to speak to you. See, sometimes I don't even know that we understand that thought, that truth, but that God wants to speak to you. In fact, I believe God is speaking to you all the time. I just don't think we're listening. I really, truly do. He wants you to pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. I want to talk with you. God desires to have a relationship with us. God even sent his son in a physical form so that he could all of a sudden share the loving grace of his father. He shared it through words. He shared it through healings. He shared it by giving his own life and sacrifice on the cross. That's how much God wants to communicate with us. In the New Testament, Jesus states 15 different times, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Kind of a funny statement. But I think Jesus was reminding us that you might have a set of ears on the side of your head, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're using those ears to actually hear and listen to what God is trying to say. I've been praying for us as a church 
that we would gain the spiritual ears to hear from God, speaking to us on a daily basis. Wouldn't you love to be able to know and to have the uh, acknowledgement that as you're walking through each and every day that God is with you, that you're hearing from God, that God is speaking into your life? Do you know what? I have that. Many of you out here have that. Where you walk with God and you hear God speaking into your life. And, and Now, sometimes it's more clear than other times. But man, I can walk with God. I know that God is with me. I have faith that I can trust and I can believe it. Now, sometimes I'm confused in the process of it. But I still know that God is with me. Does that make sense? Yes. That God is leading me. He's directing me. I've been praying for our church. That we would have greater spiritual ears to hear the voice of God. This last week, I was talking to a teenage girl. It was one of the coolest conversations I've had for a while. And she was sharing with me how God had given her a vision. And she was just trying to confirm that, is this from God? And man, as I'm listening to that vision, I'm going, yes, it's from God. Because it is confirmed by his word, 100%. I mean, it was a, it was a powerful word of how God wanted her to just spread, spread his love. You know, it's easy to confirm a word when it's backed by the Bible. Yeah, that's a word from God. In our church leadership meeting the other night, we were discussing some of the exciting things that were happening. And one of the board members, he was sharing with the, our group, he was saying, man, I had one of the coolest experiences this week where I was able to, all of a sudden, someone just opened up and I was able to share just the love of Jesus to that person. And I just felt like when I was sharing, God was just giving me the thoughts to share. See, God is communicating. He's sharing. Another person in that same meeting, she shared, you know what, I, God was just impressing on my life that I needed to give up something that was getting in my way of communicating to God. What she was giving up was really something very simple. It wasn't anything bad. But God was speaking to her that it was getting in her way of communicating to him. She was hearing. Those are three examples this week that I can share with you how God was speaking into the lives of people, and they were hearing from God. So I wanted to I want to just confirm with you, if you're sitting in the audience today, and you're wondering, man, am I hearing God? I want to say, yeah, you probably are. But we're going to walk through some thoughts and some ideas of how we hear God. I share this because I want you to know that God desires to have a relationship with you. God desires to speak with you. In fact, as a believer of Christ, you have access to the very spirit of God. His spirit, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you have access to his spirit. If you desire that, he lives within you, and you can hear the spirit of God speaking in you. Boy, Pastor Tom, you're getting off the deep end. Read your Bible. John 14, 26. Since you're not reading, I'm going to read it for you. I'm just teasing. That's really a bad comment. Forgive me for that comment. But when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything I have told you. So let's read that scripture one more time. In fact, I want to read it together. Is that okay? But when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. Cool scripture. That last part is really important. I will remind you of everything I have told you. God can't remind you if you haven't heard from God. That's how important it is 
that we hear from God. Because it says it's Holy Spirit. How do we hear from God? I'm glad you asked that question because that's what we're answering today. One of the ways, and we're going to get to it more, but one of the ways God speaks to us through his word. If we don't read his word, there's times that he, there's no way he can remind us of what God is teaching us. The next thought I want to share with you today. Make hearing God a priority in your life. If you want to truly hear from God, then make it a priority. It's like when your cell phone rings and there's no, you guys, I do this all the time. So forgive me if I've hung up on you, okay? Um, but you know when the cell phone rings and you don't, the, the name doesn't come into your, it's not in your contact, so it's just a number, there's no name there. And I get so many solicitors calling, I just have a tendency to just send it straight to voicemail, or I just let it, am I the only one, does that, other people do that? They don't pick, yeah, so we do that. We, because it's not priority, I don't know who that person is, so I just send it off to another direction. But if you knew, catch this thought, just get this idea. If you knew that you want a legitimate sweepstakes, if there is such a thing, if you knew that there, you want a legitimate sweepstakes, and they were ready to call you to give you the information of how you're going to collect your millions of dollars, and that you know this is true, there's no doubt about it, you would be answering every single phone call on that cell phone. I mean, you would not say, I mean, in fact, that cell phone would never leave your side. You would probably never, not even trust it. You'd just be watching it ring, 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 ring. You just want it to ring. See, we need to make God a priority in our life. We're it, where we're expecting to hear from God. Sometimes we ignore his calls. Sometimes we're so busy that we don't even, just, we don't even have time to answer God's call. Our lives are so busy we don't even have time to answer God's call. We basically have created an environment that's too busy for God. And you remember in the old days when someone was on the phone line and you tried to call them, you would get a busy signal, right? For some of you younger people, have you, this is just an, have you guys ever heard a busy signal for some of the younger people? Do you know what a busy signal is? Just making sure. Okay, just kind of confirming that because you don't hear it anymore. More in modern times, I would say that it gets sent to your what? You get sent to the voicemail. And those things are lovely. They're the message that says, this person's voicemail box, you're trying to reach is full. Please try it again later. Goodbye. You know, you've heard that thing. Many times our lack of making God priority God is getting that message in his, when he's trying to communicate with us. Man, I'm sorry, my mailbox is full. You know what, try me later. Thanks, goodbye. How do we make God more of a priority? The answer is found in Jeremiah 29, 13. It's two scriptures after the one of the most famous scriptures in Jeremiah 29, 11, where he says, I know the plans I have for you. Two scriptures later, this scripture is found. Jeremiah 29, 13, it says, you will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart. It's that simple. If you want to hear, the key is that you have to make God priority. You have to start seeking God with all your heart. It's really up to you. It's your choice. It's not if God is trying to speak to you. It's if you're trying to hear God. Because he's speaking all the time. I really believe it. The other thought is this regarding hearing God is we must recognize his voice. We must recognize God's voice. Sometimes I don't know how we are expecting to hear God. Are we asking God to speak to us in an audible voice? Not saying that God can't, but it's rare. 
but God can. In fact, we see it in Scripture. God spoke to Moses through a burning bush. If I saw, you know, if I had that experience, I'd probably have to have a change of shorts if all of a sudden a bush started to, sh- to talk to me and I knew it was God. You know, so some, you know, sometimes you're asking for God speaking in an audible voice. Double check what you want to hear because that could be scary. God also spoke at the baptism of Jesus, so we read that in Scripture. But there's only a few occasions within Scripture we see that God speaks audibly. For most of us, we probably won't hear the audible voice of God. But God does speak to us in a variety of other ways, and we're going to take some time to look through some of those ways. And if you want to hear God's voice, you must be able to recognize God's voice. How do we do that? Jesus states in John chapter 10, verse 4, he says, the sheep follow him, speaking of Jesus, the sheep follow him, for they, what? Know my voice. Know his voice. They know his voice. When you have a close friend that gives you a call on your phone, probably he doesn't have to introduce himself. As soon as he starts to talk, what happens? You recognize his voice. You go, oh, that's Paul, or that, that's Johnny, or that's whoever. You recognize that friend's voice because you know that person so well. Yeah. Our relationship with Jesus should be that similar. Amen. That when Jesus calls, you're so familiar with his voice that you recognize it immediately. There are a couple of uh, famous authors that I love to read. Two of my famous, favorite authors is Max Lucado. He's, man, he's one of the greatest storytellers. If you haven't read any Max Lucado's books, they're great Christian book, great Christian author, and so I, I love reading his books. The other one I love to read is Andy Stanley. He's more of a leadership guy, and he writes, and I've read a lot of their books, and I can tell you, I can start reading a book, and I wouldn't even know that they were the author, but within a few sentences or within a paragraph, I would actually know that that's Max Lucado, or I would know that's Andy Stanley, because I've read them so often, I know their, how they structure their sentence, I know the topics they like to speak on, I know what they like to say. You see, the same thing can be true when all of a sudden you start reading God's word enough, when you start putting it into your heart and into your life, when all of a sudden when God starts to speak, you recognize, oh, That's a word from the Lord. I recognize that. That lines up to the scripture that I read this morning. Man, God is speaking to me. He's actually verifying that I'm on the right track. And he's speaking into your life. Because you know the voice of God. Part of knowing, if you're hearing from God, is learning to recognize his voice. My sheep know my voice. So how does God speak? There are many ways that God can speak to you. In fact, I don't know that we can put a limitation on how God speaks. I'm just going to share a few examples. So please don't take these examples and say these are the only way that God speaks. I just want to share some of the more common examples. But first one is the inner voice. Many of you have probably sensed God speaking to you. And it's like an inner voice that he's speaking to you. It happens through your thoughts. And you wonder... Did that come from God? I remember when I was younger, and God took me through a journey. He took me through a journey so that I would recognize his voice. Honest story. One of the greatest times in my life is probably in my 30s, where God spoke to me. And I've shared this story, but I'm going to share it again. God spoke to me to give away my truck. I had just bought a new truck. I had a, a, a nice truck, and, and I wanted to sell that truck and, and help pay off this new truck I was buying. And, so I'm going to sell this truck, and God said, I want you to give it to somebody. I heard it in my inner voice. I could feel it in my spirit. 
And I thought, now, I, if, you, if you know me, I know numbers. And I've, I've already had my numbers all figured out, how I'm going to pay off this new truck and all that. And this, this, this other truck was going to be like six, $7,000 I was going to get for it. And that's going to go towards my new truck. And, and that whole time, God said, I want you to give that truck. Gave me a name to who to give that truck to. Guess what happened? Pastor Tom, I know you think I'm all that in a bag of chips, but I'm not. Pastor Tom struggled. He took his truck, he drove it down to the corner lot where everybody parks their vehicles. I put it there, put a for sale sign on that truck, and I was opposing what God was speaking into my life. Because, I, oh, this is a whole other message, but I'm not even going to go to that road. It's because I was serving money instead of serving God. And so I left that truck down there. Two or three days later, I'm driving back and forth from church. I'm a pastor at this time, and I'm arguing with God. And, and I'm driving back and forth to church on this 172nd road. I drive by, take a look at my truck over there. And I go, what? man, there's something that looks, looks wrong with that truck. And I drive into the parking lot, and there's a screwdriver. Someone put a screwdriver into the door handle, opened up the door. They put the screwdriver into the ignition. They were trying to steal my truck. They did all kinds of damage to it. it wasn't even, I couldn't even start it now. I'm just, oh, you know how you know those times. You're just, ugh. Now I got busy and all this stuff, and now I'm going to have to go and see it. So I get my truck towed to another person, a friend of mine in the church. He fixed my truck. I can't remember what it cost, two, three hundred bucks, and that was a discounted rate that he gave me because I was a pastor. So I'm sitting down there. I'm writing, it, writing out a check for you young people. That's a piece of paper that goes into this bank thing. You used to fill that out instead of credit card. And you write. So I'm writing out this check. To this guy. And as I'm writing out the check, I hear that inner voice again speak to me. You could have saved a lot of money if you just listened to me. <laughs> True story in my life. True story. And that was a, an experience that cost me six, seven. Immediately I took that truck that day at that moment, drove it straight to the church. I'd already called the guy that I was giving it to. I said, come and meet me. I dropped off the keys. He looked at me so weird. I said, this is your truck. I don't want it anymore. And he looked at me like, what are you talking about? Get that on my hands, man. But I look back on that investment, whatever it was, six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000. It was the best investment in my life because all of a sudden, I was recognizing that that inner voice that was speaking to me, yeah, that is a voice from God. We might want to argue with it, but I'll tell you a little secret. If he's telling you to do something that's good that you don't want to do, it's probably God. <laughs> Just trying to clear some things up for you guys. I learned it the hard way. Don't lose six, seven, eight thousand dollars in that way. But I believe God speaks to us on a regular basis. Listen to this verse in Amos. How many times have we read the book of Amos? Chapter 4, verse 13, one of the minor prophets in the Old Testament. The word of the Lord speaks to him. He says, For the Lord is the one who shaped the mountains, stirs up the winds, and reveals his thoughts to mankind. He turns, re, did you catch that? He reveals his thoughts to mankind. He turns the light of dawn into darkness and treads on the heights of earth. The Lord uh, God of heaven's armies is his name. You see, God is speaking to us all the time. He reveals his thoughts to us. What would happen if we started to listen to that inner voice and start testing it according to Scripture 
according to God's word, what would happen if we just start listening to that inner voice? Does it line up to God's word? If it does, then guess what? God is trying to communicate with you. This is why it's so important that we read and study God's word because it helps you to recognize God's voice. Many people have stopped hearing from God, and I really believe this. Many people have stopped hearing from God because they just have deactivated the inner voice. They have chosen to believe that either that inner voice is just their subconscious or that inner voice is just, is just a, a false narrative that's trying to come into my life. And they, they, just, they just discount it, and all of a sudden they have stopped hearing from God, and God is trying to speak to them. I encourage you to listen. Another way that God speaks in and through our lives is through his word. We've been talking a lot about it, the Bible. This is probably one of the most common ways that I hear from God. For me as a pastor, this is, I pray, I do, a, I, you know, I, I hear God speak to me in an inner voice. That's probably one of the most common ways as well. But this is the other way, is when I'm reading God's word, this is the way that I have the greatest revelation. So when I'm speaking, when, when God's speaking to my inner voice, it's more, more likely, a lot, lot of times you say, don't do that, don't do that, don't do, you know what I'm saying? You know, or, or do that, you need to give that person that, and he speaks to me in that way. But when it comes to revelation, most of the time when I have those aha moments of understanding, it's when I have dived into God's word. And all of a sudden, God's word starts to come alive. And I want to share this with you. If you want to hear from God and have a more spiritual influence in your life, then dive into God's word. Start reading. Start studying. Start living it. Start wa and watch what will happen if you commit to God's word. Have you ever thought how simple that really is? Just for a moment. Think about how simple God has made it for us. He literally delivered us his word. Now, you might have a struggle with understanding it, but man, we're here to help. We can, we can help you in that area. We've got small groups, got different areas that we can help. But he's literally delivered his word for us. And we just don't take the time to read it. It's his plan it's one of his number one ways he wants to hear from us, and all we have to do is read it. I just, that just came to me, and just, it's amazing to me, it's thinking through that process. And I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to me. Pastor Tom, are you reading God's word? Your pastor is, but are you reading enough of God's word? Are you? Okay, here we go. Hebrews 4.12. Catch this verse, love this verse, w wonderful verse. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges, catch this, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. This scripture supports what I said earlier in the testing of our thoughts. We test our thoughts according to God's word. But it even goes deeper as it says that God's word will penetrate our soul and our spirit. It means that it goes into the core of who you are. Have you ever experienced God's word where all of a sudden revelation is coming inside of you? Where all of a sudden it just goes, whoa, it penetrates deep. And you know God is speaking to you. Do you know what I'm saying? But you'll never experience that if you don't dig into God's word. If you don't start reading, don't start studying. Don't, 
don't just we read God's word for many of us we read it as a novel we read it kind of like as a historical account but if you change your thinking and you start reading it as God's word the word of God the omnipotent God, the omnipresent God, the omniscient God has put his words down through prophets, through great leaders, in a Bible for a source that you can read so that you can have greater faith in the almighty God. When you start to catch that, you don't just read it as a novel or a historical book. You read it as something that can change your life. Amen. That's when all of a sudden you can have revelation. It's a, it's a true story. Do you remember the, one of the most famous parables in the Bible? is called the parable of the sower. And it's, it's found in three of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And it's a story where Jesus talks about this farmer who goes out and he spreads the seeds. And he throws the seeds out into the ground. Remember that story? And there's four different types of soils that that seed falls on. The seed represents the word of God. It represents the goodness of God and, and the truth of God. And, and so they're throwing the seed out in the soil. The farmer is doing that. And, and it says in Scripture, some falls on hard ground, and it just can't even take root. Some falls on better ground, but because of the weeds around it, it chokes it out. But there's only one source of ground where that word takes root, and it penetrates, and it grows. And see, our goal in our life is to have an openness to God's word, to read it, to ask God to reveal it to us, to be in, in, in communication with the Holy Spirit. Even if you don't feel like you're hearing anything, you just keep praying, and God all of a sudden sees, ah, that's someone who desires to hear from me. I guess what? I'm going to open it up like never before, and I'm going to pour out revelation to that person's life because they're seeking after me. And all of a sudden, it starts to pour out. It starts to make sense. It's like, Oh, my God. And greater than that, it starts to change your life. That's when things did. Woo! Man, when it starts to change your life. The key is that you desire and you hunger for the righteousness of God. On a side note, just another thought. Many people want to share. They want to preach God's word. I, I see it all the time. But they never have any hunger for God's word. And I'm going to share this, and this is for all of us here today. Because we're all called to go out and share God's word, the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Not just from the platform, but everywhere. Amen. You will never be effective in sharing God's word. If you've been getting frustrated, man, why doesn't it just come alive? Man, why doesn't, why doesn't it just... It's because you don't have a hunger for God's word. When you hunger after God's word, it becomes alive to you. And someone, when you're sharing God's word, they can tell if it's alive to you or not. They can, don't, don't, put, don't think people are dumb. They're not. They're very sharp. They, have an, they, they, can, they can have a sensitivity. Go, eh, I don't think that's true. That person doesn't even believe it. You've got to have a hunger after God's word. Another way we hear God's voice is this, and it's through prayer. Jesus often retreated to the wilderness to spend time in prayer. And many times, it's also alone times when we spend time in prayer that we can hear the voice of God. 
we can hear that inner voice all of a sudden becomes just more alert. And it hears when God's trying to speak. It's, maybe it's time, taking time to walk down by the ocean. We, do you know where we live, guys? Does anybody? We don't live in Kansas here, guys. We live in Orange County, right here from the church. You're four miles from the ocean. Go take a walk on the ocean. Let the waves crash. Be by yourself and start to pray and listen to God. And watch. God will start to speak into your life. But for most of us, and this is me, I just got to be honest with you. For most of us, what happens is we're not patient enough. You see, what happens is we do this in prayer. What do we do? Man, we just send everything up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, oh, I can't say that. That would be really mean. I can't do that. (laughs) Have you ever spoke to a person that, man, when they are talking, you can't get a word in edgewise on the phone? That you literally, which I've done, you literally can put your phone down, walk away, go do a couple things, come back, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just talking? You know what I'm saying? We all have someone in our lives like that. I can tell because you guys are laughing. Do we do that to God? Do we talk so much in our prayer time that God can't get a word in edgewise? We put so much up there. Do you know what comes down is more important? The words from God is what's going to change our lives. It's great that we pray. We should pray. We should ask God. We should, he, he teaches us to pray. So I'm not saying that we shouldn't pray, but take a pause for a second. Hallelujah. Take a breath. Yeah. Put a period on one of those end of the sentences. You know what I'm saying? And let God get a word in. See, that's me. I can pray. I can roll. And I'm just not patient enough to wait for God to respond. And sometimes you have to get yourself, because that's what I have to do, I have to get myself out of my comfort zone into a place where I can be patient enough to hear from God when I pray. But God, I'm telling you right now, God wants to communicate with you. Many times when I'm receiving from God in prayer, and I just want, I'm sharing all this just to help all of us. I don't even hear words. Sometimes I just experience peace. Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I just experience this emotion of everything's going to be okay. And it's like, okay, God, I know you're with me. He doesn't have to use words. Our, that's how great our God is. I mean, I wish I could do that where someone's like, man, I'm just struggling. I'm not be-, And I just uh, touch them and all of a sudden peace comes on their life. We could because we have the presence of God in us. We should be able to do that. But that's, when, that's what's so cool about God. He's not limited to a physical body. He just comes in. He touches us with his presence during prayer time. All of a sudden, we have peace. Two more examples, then we're closing. Another example of hearing God is through dreams and visions. Many people hear God through dreams and visions. There are biblical examples through the Bible about believers seeing visions and dreams. And Paul had a vision, one of the greatest visions. That I, one of my favorite stories in the Bible where Paul had a vision about a man crying out in Macedonia. He's crying out for help. It literally, when Paul sees his vision, it changes the course and the direction of his physical life. He chooses not to go one way, and he chooses to go to the town called Philippi, which is one of the leading cities in Macedonia. He goes there, long story short, he gets locked up in prison because he's preaching God's word, but when he's locked up in prison, there's a great earthquake, he's set free, he doesn't escape, 
He chooses to stay there because he sees this Philippian jailer who's about ready to, to commit suicide because he knows if the prisoners are gone, he's going to be executed anyhow. But Paul cries out, don't, don't kill yourself. We are all here. And in the midst of that, all of a sudden, this Macedonian jailer commits his life to Jesus Christ, and the scripture says that his entire family commits their life to Jesus Christ, and they are water baptized. Bam, that's the plug for water baptism coming in the next week or two. They're water baptized immediately, the Bible says, and they're set free. And now we can read this book that's called Philippians, that's in the New Testament, and it's a book that's written to the Christians there in Philippi. And I look at that book and I say, you know what, I think it was that Macedonian jailer who was crying out for help, and Paul saw a vision of that man, and it started the church in Philippi, because Paul had a vision from God. You see, don't discount vision, don't discount dreams. Align them up to, according to God's word, but when you have something like that, man, cherish that, because God gives you that for a purpose, because he wants you to put faith behind that. Because he's speaking to you. He doesn't want you to have fear with that. He wants you to have faith behind because he's going to do something great in and through you. The last thought I share with you today is that God speaks through others. Usually when God speaks through others, it is confirm a word that he has already placed in someone's heart. And he's using you to confirm that word. Or there's the other way that God speaks through others so many times is when Someone is going through a difficult time, they're going through loss, they're going through something tragic, and God will send a believer to come and comfort that person and to speak into that person's life because God loves you. And he will use the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. We all have been given different gifts. We've gone through that series about being the body of Christ. He's given us gifts, and he wants us to use those gifts, and we can speak into other people's lives. Most of the time, God speaks using other believers to speak in your life. Rarely does God use a non-believer. This format of hearing God, like all the other formats, must be tested to God's Word. It's why it's so important that you read God's Word and know God's Word. Because when someone gives you a word, you can go, yeah, that aligns to God's Word. Thank you for that. Man, that's so powerful. We must remember that in the Bible... In John chapter 4, verse 24, that it states that God is spirit. God is spirit. God is not limited to a human body. That's what makes God so great, that he can reside in you and in me and through the power of his Holy Spirit. We have his presence with us. He's not limited to a human body. But that's why he uses you and me. See, many times God will speak through us to others to, to let people hear the voice of God. It's why we can have the very presence of God residing in us. It, it says, and Jesus says that you are the, what, light of the world. We are called to be a reflection of his presence. God is using us. God is continually calling people to share his love and goodness, continually, because he wants to have our voices representing him out in this world. I want to read a scripture to you found in Romans chapter 10, verses 14 and 15. It's a powerful scripture 
And I share this scripture because I want to share how important it really is for us to know that we're hearing God. It's so important, not just for our sake, but for the sake of others, for the sake of your family, for the sake of your friends. For, listen to the scripture Paul writes. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? Speaking of Jesus. And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. You see, I shared many different ways of how we can hear from God. But one of the reasons why it's so important that we're hearing from God is because he needs messengers like you and me to be able to share the message of hope, the message of goodness, the message of restoration, the message of love into, the other, into other people's lives. God wants to use you as a mouthpiece of his glory. Do you believe that? I believe with all my heart. When I heard this week, and I'm done, so I'm just going to rattle on here for a few minutes, okay? But I am done, so can you, I get some credit for that right there. Okay. When I heard this week, I don't remember where I heard it, someone was sharing. But this stat was amazing to me. That one in five teenagers are contemplating, contemplating suicide. One in five, 20%, I'm really good at numbers, 20% of teenagers have either contemplated suicide or they're thinking about it right now. And I thought, you know what happens in our lives as a church? I'm just getting really real here. As parents, we've stopped hearing from God. We've stopped hearing from God. God is trying to communicate to us. And we got to open up the pipelines, unclog our, man, I got this left ear right now. I don't know what's inside of it. Man, it hurts. I can't hardly put a Q-tip. And I notice the TV volume's up a little bit louder. And we need to unclog. I know I have to go to the doctor and see what's you know, going on in that ear. Well, let me just tell you, spiritually, sometimes we just need to go to God's Word. And start unclogging some of the things that have been, because all of a sudden we get bombarded by the things of this world. We just start hearing all these things. And you got to guard what you're hearing. You gotta choose what you're gonna listen to. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can't help what you're gonna hear, but you can choose what you're gonna listen to. And we need to put God's word into our lives so we can start hearing God's word so that all of a sudden we can be a mouthpiece to other people and share hope and love and joy and peace and goodness to those who need to hear the word of God. How, I'm gonna read it again, so powerful. But how can they call on him and save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells him? That's you and me, guys. And I'm telling you, it's a lot easier to share the word of God if you're hearing from God. If it's real and authentic in your life. So if you're here today and you've wondered that question, am I hearing God? Is that really God's Yes. Line it to God's word. Make sure. But I believe God's speaking to us all the time. And he's just waiting for us to listen and to obey. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that it's powerful, that it's effective, that it changes our life. I pray today, God, as I've shared, that you will do the things that I cannot do. 
only you, Lord God, by the power of your spirit can start to activate inside of our lives a desire, a hunger, an urgency, an expectation of hearing from you. I pray, God, that if people have had bad experiences or difficulties in whatever way it might be, that you would set them free from that in Jesus' name. That you would clear the path by the power of your Holy Spirit. That, Lord God, this week, they will have God encounters with you as they put an expectancy in hearing from you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thanks for listening to the South Coast Christian Podcast. We appreciate those who give on a regular basis to South Coast because through your giving, we are able to provide these resources. For more information about South Coast, including service times and ways to give, please visit southcoastchristian.com. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. Thanks again, and may this week be filled with new opportunities where you can receive and share God's love.